Hi guys, welcome back to the Bristol and Bath Lifting Club. It has been a hot minute, but we are back. Where have we been? You've been in away, haven't you? I've been to Australia. Other side of the world, down under. The land down under. Yeah. Did you get gonorrhea from koala bears? I did. You did? <laughs> How did you know? That's <laughs> uh, all the itching and the scratching. <laughs> yeah, I was in Australia for Christmas, catching up with some family. Pretty good. Went to some gyms out there. Went to a Planet Fitness for the first time. You got banned from a gym, didn't you? Or kicked out? I did get and kicked out of the it gym. It wasn't even the Planet Fitness one. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Ex- explain, explain. So I usually train at this this gym called... Uh, well, I'm not going to name it, actually. Go on. Nah. I mean, it's thousands of miles away. <laughs> no. They're not going to sue you. But anyway, so I was training at this gym, this particular gym. And it was a really hot day. And... I fainted in the gym. You passed out. I passed out after doing a heavy lift. Training too hard or I'd, just too hot? I don't know. Maybe a bit of both. Not sure. But um, yeah, they basically were just like, yeah, we don't want this in our gym. But were you overhead pressing? I was push was pressing. Like yeah. Push press, right. Yeah. And I don't know, recently unracking it, it's just felt really heavy on my uh on my clavicle and just get some pressure build up anyway i started to see stars as i was pressing it um stopped re-racked the weight went and sat down and then i just passed out <laughs> oh i thought you passed out when you were doing it like you just like oh no that, that would be dangerous as hell no i just yeah. i sat down afterwards oh. and then just passed out for a bit for about 10 seconds woke up they saw it on the camera i came down but like yeah, yeah. we can't we don't really want this uh, liability. You're going to have to go. So yeah. That's really bad. Did they not show any sort of concern? Be like, they you, they, they did. You, are you diabetic? <laughs> do, you, do you have your insulin on you? All that, Because that's the sort of thing that they should say. It shouldn't be like, yeah, get out. Yeah, they, they did offer me an energy drink. And oh, I was you should like, have took a free energy drink. Yeah, I should have. But I was like, I wanted to show them that I was fine mm. so I can carry on. And then they were like, yeah, you got to go. So yeah. that was the end of that. So I ended up at Planet Fitness. <laughs> Which we all know is pretty funny. That's where most people tend to um, get kicked out of. Yeah. But they don't have anything to overhead press there, do they? They They're barbell. They don't exclude, have any barbells. Yeah, they exclude yeah. barbells because they don't like the sort of people that no. barbell. Speaking of which, I know a certain manager that would get really, 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 really good thrills probably running a Planet Fitness. Because yeah. they also don't like heavyweights. Although they don't like the dumbbells, I think, more. Yeah, heavy dumbbells attracts the wrong crowd, apparently. It does. Ridiculous. Anyway, so, yeah, I was on a Smith machine doing some pressing. They don't like barbells. There's a lunk alarm. I didn't get lunk alarm, so that's good. Apparently, if you grunt whilst lifting, you get lunk alarm. You do. Or if you clang the weights as well. Yeah. The dumbbells only go up to, like, 30 kilos. And to be fair, the machines are quite heavy duty. The machines go up quite a way. But I think, like... Just get some barbells, man. So I was doing the Smith press and all the Smith machines there only have about, I don't know, 100 kilos. Mm -hmm. So I had to go and borrow some weights off Mm -hmm. another Smith machine and, you know, got a few looks there. I don't know. It was just, I didn't know it was a Planet Fitness. Basically, my my mother-in-law was like, you should go and check out this new gym that's open on the coast. (laughs) So I went and checked it out. And as I pulled up, I was like, oh, it's a Planet Fitness. And I was like, oh my gosh. And my wife's like, she doesn't know anything about Planet Fitness. She's like, why? What's wrong with it? And you I had to explain. Played her, played her all of the, the memes and the yeah. YouTube videos and stuff. Yeah. So I went in, I saw the lunk alarm. I saw... Yeah. Yeah. 
it was it was quite funny. But yeah, I trained there a few times just to get the workouts in. No, I don't think Planet Fitness is really set up for people like you that want to do like actual strength training. There are some mm-hmm. bodybuilders that have gotten all right with it as long as they don't wear skimpy revealing like um, yeah. what is it they call them uh, stringers stringers yeah, yeah that's it I don't really get the whole idea of a stringer you might as well just not wear anything yeah I know there's certain people in our gym who wear a string over their nipples hanging out old Trennis does that <laughs> doesn't he <laughs> like, look, put your, your nipples away your padawan <laughs> my protege <laughs> your protege allegedly and that's his competition this week isn't it it is yeah by the time this comes out he'll have done it so what do you think first place second place I'd be surprised if he doesn't win it. Oh, that's good. Being a, a novice comp, it's mostly just to introduce people to the sport of powerlifting. Um, yeah, if he doesn't win it, I'd be very shocked. Are you going to, um, you know, never talk to him again and disown him? Well, if he doesn't win it. Are you going to be like um, <laughs> like uh, Luke's, not Luke Skywalker, is it Anakin Skywalker? Are you going to slaughter all the Padawans? He's going to go on a killing spree. Kill some younglings. You've, you've killed, the, killed, killed the only youngling you've got. I just might. Yeah. I just might. Well, yeah, so that's what I've been up to in Australia. Besides, you know, seeing Australia, there was a few gym moments which were worthy of mentioning. So you went on holiday, but you still trained. That's commitment. And I, Yeah, I, I never really take time off. The most I've taken time off is maybe like two weeks, and that's because I didn't have access to a gym whilst being in like Japan. But like, yeah, for the most part, I don't really take time off because mm. if you don't use it, you lose it. It's very true. How long does it take to lose, though? I don't know. Controversial. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's hard to say. I definitely notice a difference after a few weeks. Like the lifts would drop a little bit, I need to build back up again. Everything starts feeling heavy. But I just like to keep things going. When it's been studied, apparently it's a three weeks shows a measurable difference. Yeah. So you actually do deteriorate after three weeks of no training at all. I think after one week, I feel it. Mm. You know, after one week, it's like I've tried to take deload weeks and stuff like that where I've taken the whole week off. Or, and I just end up coming back and just going lighter and I can't make it past a couple of days it just doesn't feel right mm. the only time I've ever taken off really has been when I got really ill in December and that was like a month off and I'm still feeling the repercussions of that a month later you know that's yeah what, what happened there because you were going to be doing this powerlifting competition I was supposed as well. to be doing the powerlifting competition I was really hating the training for it but I was liking that I was pushing myself through it mm. doing what was it? 10 sets of 15 reps on the squats and shit like that. Pretty crazy. Um, it was fucking vile. I tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> but it it was character building, if nothing else. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I ended up getting ill in the end of November. I went out, got really cold and started having over the weekend, like going hot, cold, hot, cold. Mm. And then by following week I was just really sick with flu I couldn't sleep because I kept just coughing every minute on the minute so I didn't get any sleep and then all of a sudden I stopped being able to talk I had like laryngitis and that my throat all swelled up and it was hurting to talk I just couldn't say anything and then I got conjunctivitis and I went blind for about two days and then things started to slowly get a little bit better and then all of a sudden, when things were getting better, 
I just got really like really out of breath and it was breathing was a problem and I was working at that point this was well into like Christmas now and I was showing up for work I only had a couple of clients in luckily because it's obviously that time of year but I was walking from one side of the gym to the other and getting like really out of breath and that and then it just went like everything just tanked I tried to bench press with the barbell I could I was really struggling with it everything just dropped so I just started on that hypertrophy program which I would made for the off season so I was like I'll just start doing that really really lightweight 20 reps type Mm. thing and then go from there so things are kind of coming back together but I haven't really been strength training like I was before so I'm not using really heavy weight so it's difficult to compare but I know I'm a lot weaker now everyone's being nasty and bullying me because of it so you got absolutely so, wellied by a number of colds it was, and I think flus. I got some sort of virus and then that knocked me out. And then because I kept going to the gym, you were away, Liam was away. They didn't book anyone else in to clean it. It was literally, it was so vile. That's you go bad. on the cardio machines with the touch um, screens, you put your finger on it and it's like slime. Wow. Because they hadn't, this is the thing with the gym is when it seems that one of the gym instructors or the people that do the cleaning that go away on holiday, they don't actually replace them. Mm. So you were away and the other one was away and they had, they didn't have anyone else. So they didn't get anyone else in other than the receptionists coming at the end of the day to turn the lights off. So nothing gets cleaned. So it's a and cesspool loads of germs. People, loads of people in December were coming down with like pink eye and all sorts of crazy stuff. Pink eye. And I was like, <laughs> that's for different reasons. Though, yeah, right? I was like, I was like, because <laughs> I was still working, but I was obviously not very well. So my immune system was down, kind of compromised in that. So I just think I picked up everything at that point, and then I just tanked. But I'm getting back to it now. I'm enjoying the the other training when I'm doing it on my own. But when there's other people there, I get really self-conscious. Doing like big man with a 12 kilo dumbbell. (laughs) Well, that's pretty much how he trains, right? (laughs) No, he uses lighter ones than that. Yeah, Yeah, there we go. He uses really light ones. So no, I've managed to start to get back up. I started bench pressing 100 because I wasn't bench pressing at all either. I cut that out completely. And uh, I started bench pressing again. I've managed to get past 100 kilos again. I started dips again. I managed to get past two plates again. So it's slowly coming back. But Mm. yeah, it was like worst I've ever been. I don't really get ill at all. So that's the worst I've ever been ill. Damn, man. Mm. I don't think I've ever taken a deload week ever. Mm. Um, I don't think I've ever dropped the weights back unless I've been sick and I've had to rebuild. But like, yeah, I don't know. I've never had a deload week, never seen the use for them. I know like people take them when they accumulate a lot of fatigue. But I think probably because I train three, four times a week tops, that I always found that my recovery, I never needed a deload. Yeah, how have you yeah, got on with them? A lot of people do the five, six days because they're on more bodybuilder programs, aren't they? Yeah. And then they deload every now and then. It's like push-pull legs. Very popular routine. I'm not a huge fan of it, actually. Um, six days a week in the gym, you hit everything twice. The recovery is a bit everywhere. I'm not really a big fan of it. I would do like a modified version. So I've run a modified version of it before, four days per week, mm. where you have a push and a pull day. You do like squats on your push day, deadlift or a variation on your pull day. And then you just 
you're in the gym four days a week, you hit everything twice, just like the PPL, uh, you get a lot more recovery. I've always preferred that. That was actually my uh, introduction into higher frequency training. And then I was doing like a push day with some pulls and a pull day with some pushes. And I was like, might as well just switch to full body. Okay, that's cool. Now I'm doing five days a week, five day a week program, mm. hypertrophy bodybuilder style program in the second phase now. So I get to start putting in the barbell movements because people keep saying, oh, you're on the machines a lot. You're on the machines a lot because it was quite machine intense. Mm. So now I've picked up back to doing bench and squats and all that sort of thing and then phase three will start putting in deadlifts and that in again as well but it's it's my back's liking it yeah so i had that injury as well last year and um i was starting to feel that with everything Mm -hmm. the only thing i feel it now with is um hyper extensions right which is weird because i don't feel it with anything else but i go and do that and i start to feel it which you shouldn't really but there we go. Is what it is. That injury came out of nowhere, didn't it? You just It's my fault. It was after deload week. This is why I shouldn't take deload weeks. I took <laughs> a deload week and I was like, I know that I shouldn't do what I did before, so I broke myself in nice and easy. Yeah. First week training again. And I was like, This is going really well. It all feels easy. Up the weight. Ow. Yeah, yeah. And that was on the deadlift. It was like lower, lower back, so around like the SI joint. I've never quite been the same since. I do very much regret doing that, but you live and learn. <laughs> you do live and learn. I um I twang my back, you know, not often, but occasionally it happens on deadlifts. I had it on a deficit deadlift where I was just going through the warm-up sets. Wasn't even that to work in weight. And then my, yeah, like that lower back SI joint area just kind of gave out on me a little bit. Pain in the ass, but I just rehab and then get back into it. With certain deadlift variations, you're going to be a lot more compromised. Like something like a snatch grip deadlift, because your grip's so wide, your chest is lower to the floor, which puts a bit more pressure on your lower back. And also, if you're pulling from a deficit deadlift, you're you know you're also going to be a bit more hunched over. These sort of positions can lead to an injury if you're pushing it a bit too hard. But for the most part, deadlifts are pretty safe. I tend to find that. Higher rep deadlifts can lead to injury because of form breakdown throughout the set. So I tended to keep my deadlifts anywhere from like one to eight reps max. Never really going above eight unless it's like a competition for max reps, which is coming up actually. Mm. But yeah, deadlifts are safe though. Don't believe uh, these people who run them down. It's not really the exercise, it's their form. Who are the people that run it down? There's a certain physiotherapist online. Yeah, there who, is. Like, who's very lean. Yeah. <laughs> who likes to basically, he, it's not so much deadlifts, it's basically any compound movement. Yeah, I know. All these all these really good movements come under fire, like barbell rows, squats, deadlifts. It's like, it's create this, this sort of scare tactics around doing these movements. Like they're gonna bug you up, you're gonna bend your spine, you're gonna slip some discs. It's just not the case. I found my back got stronger the stronger I got at these movements. Actually avoiding them was what made my back 
like a packet of quavers. If you do them like the children do them during junior gym, then you're bound to mess your back up. But if you do it properly, I mean, you'll be okay. Yeah. So it's not really a major problem. But I mean, with things like that, I think that with content creation and that, if you're saying the same thing as everyone else, Mm -hmm. which is just basic, simple knowledge that everyone should know, you don't get the views, do you? Because exactly. it's the same thing. You need to go very much against the grain and invent a new crappy exercise or a new fad or something like that. Me and our Suki, we're trying to create our own version of yoga <laughs> to try and flog to the masses because there's loads of different yoga variations. We need to create some sort of yoga variations and then we'll be made. We can retire, you know? This is why you see all these like crappy exercises on TikTok and stuff. Yeah. Because people are just making shit up, trying to reinvent the wheel for views and clout. Like, you see these, like, plate presses where you hold a plate in two hands, you pinch it together, and then you're pressing it off your chest. Apparently, that's a better contraction. It's just bullshit. (laughs) Just do a bench press, do a weighted dip, use some dumbbells. Don't be an idiot. But, you know, these sort of, like, young influencers are getting all this traffic because they're reinventing the wheel. And they probably look good as well from taking, you know, gear. But I saw this this really popular PT online. Well, not a popular PT. She's a, she's a professional PT and she's trying to make a living. And she put something on her page, something along the lines of, when you've been studying for like 20 years, but some girl with a short up her ass has more, <laughs> has more views and more yeah. followers than you. And that pretty much sums up the state of the fitness industry. Well, she needs to wear shorter shorts. <laughs> shorter shorts, yeah. <laughs> that would pretty much do it. Yeah. I mean, whether you can, whether you can pull that off or whether you can lower yourself to that just being a sex object i mean that's what a lot of people because you've got to remember that most of the people that watch like youtube fitness and that don't probably even work out anyway yeah they're watching it for other reasons one of those other reasons is to kid themselves into thinking they're actually doing something proactive by watching an instructional video mm-hmm. you know so probably looking for the only fans link as well well that too yeah that's more <laughs> i think instagram isn't it? <laughs> yeah exactly so how are you feeling about not doing this comp because you were training pretty hard for it and at one point you were pretty um pretty into it you really wanted to go for this i comp, wanted to win medal I wanted a medal. You wanted some and bling. That way, I could say if I get a gold medal, I never ever have to do it again. <laughs> but it just feels sad that I put a lot of effort into it. I did put a lot of effort into it. I really tried for it, yeah. and I put a lot of other things like on the back burner in order to progress with like the big free lifts for the competition. Mm. Is not really the sort of thing that I I've always done squats and deadlifts and bench, but. Like, I've never cared that much about the bench and I've never liked squats and stuff. So to make squats a massive priority was real hell. I know. Um, like, I'd have much rather preferred to really work on my overhead press, like my strict press, because I care more about that, or like my one-arm snatch. Yeah. Mm. The thing is, like, when it comes to powerlifting, the squat is everything. Like, you need a big squat. It's the first lift you're going to be doing in powerlifting. And a big squat usually equates to a big deadlift as well. So the squat, it's really all about the squat, to be honest, when it comes to powerlifting. Um, So, yeah, if you don't like squats, 
you're probably not going to enjoy powerlifting that much. If you really don't enjoy squatting or even like heavy lower body movements, because two out of the three exercises are lower body orientated. If you don't really like training legs, powerlifting is probably not for you. And I was talking to, I think I was talking to Dennis about this. Like if say the bench got removed from powerlifting, I would still compete in powerlifting. If it was just squats and deadlifts, I would still really enjoy it. But that's just me. But if you don't like squats, probably shouldn't be bothering with powerlifting, full stop. See, I'm trying to think if I was to do another competition or something like that, what would it be? Because it wouldn't be bodybuilding because I don't like that. And it wouldn't be powerlifting because I don't like that, really. (laughs) I've established that. Um, (laughs) Crossfit, maybe. I think because there's a little bit of variety. Strongman, I'm not good enough to do anyway because you've got to be really fucking good to do that. I think the closest thing that I could really get behind training that would be like these, you know, the street competitions where it's like um, pull-ups and dips, like weighted pull-ups and dips. I think I could do that. And squat randomly. They have to they squat They don't do proper well. squat or squat, they do that. It's not like proper squat. <laughs> they had to put something in for the lower body. Because technically, if you think about it, the squat is a weighted calisthenics exercise. Well, I suppose. They threw it in there. So, you, yeah, it's dips, pull-ups, and squats randomly. I could get behind doing that. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that. What about something like a Hydrox event where it's, like, very CrossFit-y but not under the See, brand? with the CrossFit stuff, when I've watched CrossFit games, I quite like that because mm. they've got, like, they're, they're in a line and there's a race, and I like the idea of it being a race. Yeah. What I think that I'd really like to do would be Gladiators. Yeah, that'd or, be insane. Um, Ninja Warrior. New Seasons drop, my, by the way. That's my cup of tea. That's what I really would like to do. Because that's like more athletics. Yeah. That's like jumping on stuff and, and racing, you know, against someone else. I could get behind doing that, definitely. New season of Gladiators actually dropped on Channel 4. Matt Does Fitness is one of the Gladiators as well, isn't he? Is he actually? He's um, the legend. And he's, I think, I, I don't dislike him. I think that he's good and he puts like good content and stuff like that. But he does come across as that kind of arrogant jock from school. And in the actual gladiators, oh my gosh, they've really, really, really milked it for all it's worth. He comes across <laughs> as such an asshole. <laughs> Is he still affiliated with Gymshark? I don't think so now. Yeah. I think the only one that Gymshark still have is um, David Laid. Oh yeah. Because he's... I think they gave him like a job as a creative director or something like that. He does a lot of kind of behind the scenes stuff now. Right. Um, less like photo shoots and that. I think he does a lot of like video editing and creating content and stuff. But um, yeah, a lot of them have been dropped since they rebranded and now they've got like really skinny runners on the homepage and stuff. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to like people that are aspiring (laughs) (laughs) oh i shouldn't say that should i but i mean going on it it's literally like there's other brands that tried to do it and they clearly kind of failed abercrombie Mm. and fitch tried to do it where they like replace the kind of all-american jock with skinny runners yeah it's like you know this is your demographic of people that buy your clothes it's like gym shark is a gym shark yeah not cross-country runner shark <laughs> so it kind of makes me feel like mm, yeah at that point you've got to think like really is are they any different than like adidas or nike or something and you kind of think well actually 
No. Mm. But, you know. It's good that they're pulling away from, like, being associated with all the drug use, so. which I guess is a good thing for them in long well, term. are they? Are they? Because I don't know, you don't know what goes on behind the scenes and stuff like that. I mean, I don't kind of like the feeling that they've got away completely scot-free. It's like mm. they've got all of these literally children. There's really young athletes that they had that they used to sponsor and stuff mm-hmm. that they'd encourage to go on gear and stuff like that. The cell programs, and then yeah. they dropped them. And then because they've dropped them, all of their YouTube followings and revenues and stuff drop because of that. And where are these kids mm-hmm. now? It's like Gymshark's moved on. Yeah. But where are all of the people that, that actually were behind the scenes that took the risks to build? A lot I of them kind of it. like pulled away from Gymshark. Mm. Um, they just go to the next big one. Like yeah, they go to the next big whatever. one. Yeah, Alphalete. Yeah, that's it. Or they do their own their own sort of thing. But it's really funny because you're watching these kids and you know they're on the juice. You, you have your suspicions. And then they announce that they're on the juice. Jim Shark drops them. Um, and then you find out about all this sort of like shady demons that's going on behind the scenes. Mm. And, and then they try and go it on their own, which big respect to them. But at that point, it's kind of like the trust is kind of gone. I don't know. It's it's hard. Just don't tra- take drugs, kids. <laughs> don't be associated with well, Gymshark. If you're a child, don't take drugs. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you're someone that's getting older and your doctor says go on TRT or something like that, then listen to your doctor. But yeah. I think when it comes down to it, like when they actually test it, your doctors for what, you know, what your testosterone, because testosterone is the big thing in it. That's what all the videos and all that is about. It's like, oh, it's not really steroids. It's just TRT is fine. It's natural. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. You've got to think like, if it's impacting your life for sure but if you're saying it's impacting your life because you want to hit some prs in the gym or look a little better then that's not really what i think they kind of it's like for people that are like actually genuinely fucked exactly you know it's like people that have got actual health issues that they would get put on it not because you want to hit a pr and you're 18, 19 years old. Yep. I mean, you had like Gymshark telling these quote-unquote athletes to take a certain amount of PEDs to hit a certain number in the gym so they can then sell programs. It's all very shady. And then these athletes are denying their steroid use left, right, and center. So getting all these accusations only to later come out and say, actually, yeah, I was on the juice. Hmm. It's very shady. But we've covered that before. Slippery yeah. fish, I think. Slippery was fish. The, yeah, episode. Um, but yeah, there was a recent one actually that was uh, one of the YouTube influencers. He wasn't a gym shark athlete or anything. Dylan McKnight, I think his name is. Oh yeah, so I saw and that video. He watched the. Vi- he did this video. It's like, look, I've got to sit down and tell you that I've done something bad. <laughs> I'm not apologizing and I'm not sorry, but you know. I took a SARM once <laughs> and it's like, are you sure you've just done that? Or are you going to be like saying in a couple of weeks time that you've been on d or something? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I saw a lot of YouTubers tear that video to shreds. 
It was a, it was kind of amusing, but he just comes across. I'm sure he's a very nice guy, but he comes across on his videos and his content so fucking stuck up. Mm. Have you seen his transformation video? Not really. You should watch it. It's like some kind of cinematic trailer. It's got like all of the really sad music on it. It's got like <laughs> in- interviews with like his parents and stuff where they do voiceovers and shit. It's like crazy. <laughs> like back in the day, it was just like before and after pictures. Yeah. And then people started. You know, probably when you had cameras on your phone and that, when that started coming out, people would start, like, doing little recordings. Yeah. Normally in, like, the bathroom mirror or something like that. Now it's, like, full-on special effects and voiceovers and cinematic, like, trailer (laughs) sequences and stuff like that for a body transformation. (laughs) It's crazy. It's like Kino Bodies videos. The Bruce Wayne of the fitness industry. Oh, my gosh, they're so cringy, though, aren't they? Yeah. But... that, people fall for that sort of thing. People like that sort of thing. Yeah, they love it. But yeah, I mean, with ones like that's quite funny because you get the... Um, who was the other one? I forget what the other one was. He used to pay girls to be in his videos and that. Um, and he went a little bit crazy. All right, guys, that's it for the regular podcast. Tune in for the additional 30 minutes via the Patreon where we get into some pretty cool topics. Stay tuned. Is that on Patreon or is that on OnlyFans or what? Well, I guess they're tuning in to find out. You've got to direct them to it. That's how this works. It's on Patreon. Don't go to OnlyFans. Whatever you do, do not type Mark Locke in OnlyFans, okay? Don't do it. They probably will. Be disappointed that there's not one there. That's because you use a different name. No one uses their real name on OnlyFans, do they? They, You use your professional name. (laughs) Bye.